Dear listener, I'm Dean Ardenfell, and this is The Corporation, the podcast where I interview employees of the many subsidiaries of my favorite multinational conglomerate, Hogswood Cooper Media. This episode's a great one. First, I spoke with a woman who is building beautiful nine-bedroom McMansions in suburbs all over the world while managing to be the world's best boss. Then I talked to a legit Christian rock star who draws inspiration from some unexpected places. I interviewed them both over Zoom. We did have a small snafu where we lost my first guest about halfway through, Uh, but it's still a great one. Before we get to the episode, though, I do want to read this great five-star review I got recently. If you'd like to have your review featured on a future episode, just go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a five-star review, and tell us all about your favorite corporation or CEO or legal loophole, whatever you like. This one's called So Educational, and it comes from Mushroom Baby Baby. It says, I started as a casual listener. I didn't realize that so many goods, services, public and private, media groups, small businesses, and ice cream trucks fall under the HCM umbrella. Dean, if you're reading this part, I'm talking to you right now. Just you. Forget about the listeners for a second. This is just you and me talking. Thank you for clarifying every time that you have never been an employee at HCM and its subsidiaries. Because of you, I looked up what that word means, and I can use it in casual conversation like I've never done before. Okay, back to the review. It's great. Give a listen to the corporation. Wow, thanks, Mushroom Baby Baby. I've never been, I don't think I've ever been directly addressed in a review before. That felt very intimate. And I'm glad you learned something new. I also learn new things every episode. That's why I love this podcast. Well, without further ado, let's get into it, shall we? I hope you enjoy this brand new episode of The Corporation. My first guest is the Director of Suburban Planning at Homogisile, a residential development firm that builds luxury homes for upper-middle-class Americans all over the country. Homogisile has been called King of the McMansion, and they wear that title proudly. On weekends, she enjoys burning images into wooden planks. Please welcome Sharon Greeling. <laughs> Hi, Sharon. Hi. So you create these, uh, your company creates these like big, beautiful boxy houses, you know, 30, 40, 50 at a time. And then you plunk them down into these suburban areas. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Please don't call them boxy. Oh, no. (laughs) No, no. That's a, that's an insult for Midwestern women. (laughs) Oh, I wasn't calling you boxy. I hope you didn't think I was calling you boxy. (laughs) Well, I don't care what you call me, but leave my houses alone. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, yeah. it, it, do people uh, use that as a pejorative term for the type of architecture that you put up? Look, they're not boxy. They're they're spacious. Sure, they they're are. square. Sure, sure. They all look the same. Sure, yes. sure, sure. But isn't it nice? Isn't it nice to have some order in the world? It sure know? is. And yeah. so I think a lot of your clients probably get to a place in their lives where they're like, look, we've got the resources. We need the space. Uh, we need eight or nine or 10 bedrooms and they, and and that, that's exactly the kind of thing they feel like, you know, they've earned at that stage of their life. 
Do you know what I love, Dean? Hmm. Do you know what I love? Hmm. I love that you called them clients and not customers because well, that's what we do at Amaja Style. They're clients. Sure. Because <laughs> sure. we're working with them. You know, we're building the life. Yeah, we're not yeah. <laughs> selling and buying. Disgusting. No, we are, we're curating. We're I see. organizing. We're building. It's interesting that you try to pitch this as a like almost a custom experience for people oh. when essentially like your whole model is creating exactly the same thing over and over again. Yeah. And yeah. isn't that the most custom thing of all, Dean? You know, yeah. Okay. Can you make Can you make like subtle changes? Like, if I said I want a different fixture or light switch here or there, could you do that? I mean, you can if you get through our team. <laughs> you have to physically fight six grown men. <laughs> I see. I see. Yeah. Like they're gonna put in the switches they want, and you have to fight them to if you want to change it. <laughs> you gotta fight them, but they all fight in a different style, you know. Uh-huh. And I, I don't mean just fighting. I mean one of them will will just tear you down emotionally. Okay. And if you can withstand that, yeah, the house is yours to change. to change. But I think what you'll find, you'll find in the gauntlet that you don't want to change, you know? Mm. The last taboo is just being boring. It's okay to be like everybody else. I see. There's a bravery or a boldness in being just like everyone else. And uh, uh-oh, you've accidentally quoted us. <laughs> oh, have I? Yeah, that's what we say in one of our commercials. Yeah, there's a bravery in being the same. There's a bravery in being the same. Yeah, I could take that on as a personal mantra for myself, I think. Um, So the people who are buying these, what kind of people are they? Good people, Uh strong people, wonderful people. People Mm. who know what they want, people who understand themselves, people who understand art. Yeah, I've noticed that um, the homes do come with um, art and all the art that is yeah. fixed to the walls, like bolted to the walls, and oh, it's yeah. all the same. House to house, it's the same artwork. Every single house. It's it, yeah. it's brave, new, bold, innovative art, and it is exactly the same in every house. Brave, new art. And again, yeah. again, once we're all enjoying the same art, well, we're all equal, you know? Oh, I see. We're all, it's an egalitarian We're all moving thing. forward together, yeah. I see, yeah. I see. Interesting that you say that, because, uh, you know, I know that, like, some of the places that you build these developments... You know, not everyone is thrilled with you may, uh, you you know, funnel off some money to a lobbyist to make sure that legislation gets changed so that like protected land gets mm-hmm. opened up or indigenous lands yeah. get opened up so that you can develop oh, yeah. your suburban development. And so, yeah. you know, when you say that it's all about uh, all people being equal, it's really about your clients all being equal, right? As opposed to well, like all humans. <laughs> sure. Yeah. When yeah. I say people, <laughs> yeah, right. I mean clients. Your people. Yeah, of course. Yeah, my <laughs> people. Protect your own, you know. Sure. And, Listen, we're not convincing people to give us that land. They want to steal it and give it to us. Who's the they in that sentence when you say they want to steal it and give it? I'm going to be very careful and say the politicians. I see. Right. Um, but no, 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 no. Look, sure, we steal land. Sure, we ruin protected land. Protected from what? Protected right. from being a better version of itself? Sure. Yeah. I mean, you can yeah. have a, a boring old wetland or you can have like a beautiful development, right? Sure, With, sure. Like, 30 matching mansions. Yeah. Do you want boreal forest? Right. Uh, well, I say I say boring. Boring. Right? Boring for it. I, I knew where we were going right real. away with that. I felt, feel yeah. like I was right on board with you there. Yeah. Um, so how do you deal with the, I'm sure you get a lot of criticism from the, you know, from the, the liberal media and all oh, that yeah. just to, yeah. about your buildings being, you know, a total monstrosity or unsustainable because they have a huge carbon footprint or, you know, like they have, uh, they have yeah. famously no green uh, spaces or walking spaces within the community, things like that. Well, how, how, how do you respond to peop- the, the haters like that? Well, first of all, I don't get a lot of feedback because my team screens it. 
Oh, really? That's a good <laughs> Because thing. they know I yeah. am a fragile woman. <laughs> Are you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, now I feel bad that I've just heaped a bunch of uh, possible oh, criticisms that maybe you've God, never heard don't before. I feel bad. Oh, no? I don't feel bad. I had good. that part of my brain removed in my 20s. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It was never there. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I have a fully functioning adult brain. I but believe you. listen, I've just gotten to a point where I think, I think, what's the point of listening to the haters? Sure. You know, carbon footprint. Oh, we've got a big carbon footprint. Well, you know what they say about uh, companies with big feet. <laughs> oh, oh. You know, do you know? Do you know what they say about companies uh, with big feet? Um, no, I they don't. They say we're ruining the environment. Oh, that's they say what that. they say. Yeah, yeah. that's a pretty yeah. Yeah, accurate one to one. It's pretty accurate, but yeah. again, are we ruining it or are we turning? what was just land that you could walk around in and breathe and, and, mm. and take resources from, are we turning it into something viable, sure. a home, a series of 50 identical homes? Right, right. And not to mention the, you know, the, the, you know, when you put 50 identical homes in, in the middle of a previously protected forest, for instance, it also brings yeah. in the economy. It brings in other businesses like Subway in Quiznos and, you know, Domino's and those sorts of places and gives yeah. people jobs Subway, and is great for Quiznos, the economy. Yeah. Yeah. Panera Bread. We yeah. love a good sandwich based place. Yeah. 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 Right. Of course. <laughs> yeah. You got to have that. I mean, you got to have that. Um, so you've got, you know, the three car garage in every, every place you can't with the freeways you got put through there and it's not like you're going to walk from your own McMansion to the subway no. you're going to have to drive but yeah you're driving because you want to show off one of your three cars <laughs> we yeah. have a three car minimum if you are going to buy a house oh is that so I'm, yeah. I'm wondering do you have other um, requirements for people who buy your houses well, not legally. No, no, because that <laughs> according would be to the government, we're not allowed to right. discriminate. <laughs> right, right. Well, certainly there right. is financial things that the people have to meet, but sure, but are there sure. like cultural things or other things that you're? No, no, not official. No, off the record or anything. <laughs> no, no. Okay. No. I feel like this line of you're screaming at me almost. This line of questioning. No. <laughs> I don't of, think I've even yeah. raised my voice one decibel even. No, no. And no, no. Actually, <laughs> no, you're actually not peaking. It's just the intensity that's getting greater. Uh, I'm, I'm no, like... <laughs> I am exactly how I started. Yeah. I am calm. Mm -hmm. I am collected. Yeah. I am cool. Yeah, yeah. I am chill. So I'm getting a little bit of an idea of what might happen if like a criticism sneaks through the screening process with your company and actually gets. So does Hogswood. that happen often? Does that happen no, often? No, Hogswood, our parent company, is yeah. great. Yeah, great at I'm protecting sure. us from that criticism. Right. They do they have store the it in a little box. That. And if you're bad, they pull out one criticism and they tell you. Really? And then you get then you get sent to the cry room. Wow, interesting. Yeah. I had no idea yeah. they had that kind of power where they just. Uh, it, I mean, it makes sense. Hogswood Cooper is so incredibly successful all over the world, I and there's got to be a reason for it. And I never it never occurred to me that they would have direct contact with some of their subsidiaries where they would just say, "Hey, hey, um, you're you're not making quota this month or what have you. Uh, why don't I pull out a criticism I've for, uh, previously withheld from you and read it to you and emotionally yes. devastate you? Uh, th I mean, that's a, that's motivation, right? It's motivation. And you know, every week they phone us um, mm -hmm. at uh, any time they'd like. Um, and you never know when it's coming. And that's what makes it fun. And all they say is, are you sure? Mm -hmm. And you're left to fill in the blanks. So they call, but they don't give you any real, like real structured sort of feedback or directives. No. They just open-ended questions that you feel uncomfortable enough to have to fill in the, the silences. Yes. And, and in that way, it motivates you to work harder. 
Wow, what a because technique. when you are constantly on edge, hmm. when fear is trickling into your heart every minute of every day, you know what you do? You sell harder. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 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 And I mean, that's the thing about any company, right? Is that if you're not growing, you're, you're, if you're just staying the you're same, dying. you're dying. If right? you're not growing, you're dying. Yeah. Right. Literally. Yeah. If you don't grow, you're dying. Yeah. Did you know that the human skin grows all the time? It's always growing. If you stop growing, you die. Yeah, it's like uh, the sharks. If you stop like, mm, swimming, it's not you... like sharks, no? Dean. <laughs> okay, I was. It's not like sharks. <laughs> I was just trying to make another analogy. I didn't know it was. Oh, okay. Did I upset you with the shark analogy? Uh, well, everyone's always going, "Oh, oh, homogenize. Why did you build an over ocean land? Oh, community. Why did you kill natural habitat? So you do get some uh, of these criticisms. <laughs> You do get some yeah. experiences, and it really seems to bother you. I had no idea you built an overland development, or over, uh, sea, over, over ocean, over ocean, development? over ocean land. We built over ocean, over ocean land. land. Sorry, over ocean land. Yeah. So well, we and and just when you dropped concrete all down into the ocean, <laughs> I'm I'm trying to just, uh, figure out what to picture. I, like I I pictured a hovering city of the future, uh, hovering high above the ocean, but I'm sure it's not <laughs> that. <laughs> okay, Star Wars. No. <laughs> No, what we did is we 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 put these sort of four sheets of mm. metal into a square, a massive square, um, and then we scooped the water out, and then we replaced it with full concrete, size of a city. You scooped the concrete, concrete out of a, a portion of the ocean. We scooped the water out of the, a portion of the ocean, and then we scooped the concrete into the ocean. And and you how know, did you hold back the rest of the ocean? Power. I see. With the power of a good wor- hard work. Yeah, sure. But a lot, that seems mm. like an engineering sort of nightmare to me. But uh, Well, what is engineering if not a nightmare? <laughs> sure, that's true. Yeah. Ask yeah. any first-year woman <laughs> in engineering. Look, I've heard it's a hard time for them. Is it? I've heard. Yeah, I hadn't heard I've... that, that it's hard for uh, a woman in an engineering field? Yeah. And guess where else it's hard for a woman? Mm-hmm. In the McMansion business. De- development of McMansions. I bet it is. Yeah. Do you, and guess who's thriving? Uh, Me. You? Oh, you. Oh, okay. I guess yeah. who, I am a woman. Yeah. Yeah, I assume that. So guess who? I probably guess shouldn't who? do that it's with, me. with all the cancel culture and everything. I shouldn't assume. Well, right. uh, look, guess what gender I am? A, a boss bitch. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Okay. Great. A she EO. Yeah. <laughs> How do your employees feel about you? Because your management style seems to be the, the only phrase that pops to mind is hot and cold. So, okay, well, first of all, wow, thank you for calling me hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, oh. wow. Someone call HR. Uh oh, we don't have it. <laughs> More of a management style. I almost am never uh, accused of flirting because I don't really know how. But, uh, uh, well, I think you do, Dean, hmm, because okay. I am riled up. Wow. Wow. Yeah. This never yeah. happened to me before. Um, um, according to the feedback I receive that is filtered through Hogswood Cooper, mm. um, every single one of my employees adores me and would never dare challenge me. I see. Ever. I see. And they love working for me and they think I'm beautiful and strong and mm-hmm. compassionate and wild. And they think they think I embody the contradictions of mankind, and wow. oh, they they think I, I I'm the future, and they think wow. they think wow, I would want to be her. Yeah. So it sounds like things are going as a woman in this industry. It seems like things are going pretty well for you. 
Like you're sure, but I worked hard for it. Yeah, worked you hard. You did. And that's the problem is people who are complaining that there's sexism and that they don't get opportunities are just oh. not working hard enough, right? Oh, yeah. You know, get, get up earlier, work yeah. a little harder, Yeah. F- find six grown men to fight, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I did. I'm a little hung up on that image of having to fight. And you said they all fight in different ways. And, and I, I'm picturing sort of a Mortal Kombat situation. Do, do they all have different fighting styles? Do they like... Do... I mean, you'll enter the gauntlet and one of them will do a little Krav Maga and then you'll move to the next. And all he does is pull out a switchblade and try to slash at your Achilles heel. Okay. Um, and if you just dodge him and make it to the next one, well, then you're getting gut punches for sure. Hmm. It feels to me like, like, are you, you're hiring contractors to build these houses. And one of the sort of job description elements is like, you have to have fighting experience in case people want to change a single thing in this house. Yeah. Everybody yeah. from, from the ground up at Hamajasile has fighting experience. Really? I guess that, that makes sense because you do have a lot of protesters, too, in your developments when they go up. People coming in trying to chain themselves to trees and whatnot. And I'm, whatnot, ass- I'm assuming yeah. having like a contracting crew full of martial arts trained fighters probably helps in that situation. It helps in every situation, sure. you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're at Kroger's and they don't give you the plastic bag you want. It helps. Sure. You're visiting yeah. your mother-in-law. It helps. <laughs> you know, you're you're at uh, Disneyland, and no one will let you cut into the fast pass line because you don't have one. It helps. I see. Do you do all of these things with your contractors? Yeah, we're like a family at Hamajasile. So you're not professionally trained as a martial artist, then? I don't know. Does Gary in accounting count as a professional? Because he trained me. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Does he? Is he a professional? Yes. Does it go all the way to the administrative services as well? Yeah. He left a a professional career to join Hamajasile. Wow. Wow. And what is your specialty, if you don't mind me asking? Okay. Well, I do mind you asking, but I will answer. My specialty is to stare into a man's eyes and make him regret the day he met me. Okay. Now I'm kind of glad that I uh, that you mistook my uh, my interview questions as some kind of overture. Because now I feel like maybe I've earned some goodwill with you and you mistook uh... <laughs> correctly <laughs> interpreted. Yeah. Great. So you're not gonna stare into my soul and make me regret that. Only if you fall in love with me, Dean. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> My podcast doesn't have an HR manager, so I feel like I'm going to need to move on for everyone's sake. Here. I'll be waiting, Dean. Oh, gosh. Well, folks, my second guest today is elevating music fans to a higher level. We're going to find out what that means. But first, let's pause and hear a quick word from our sponsor. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Are you interested in a higher quality of living? It's time to purchase a brand new home in a luxury development created by the experts at Homogisile. Our prefabricated nine-bedroom, three-car garage homes are perfect for any upper-class American family. We're turning some of this country's most uninteresting natural landscapes into huge swaths of non-boxy homes for elite families. Boreal forest? More like boring deforest than build a complex of 50 identical homes there instead. And we're always growing, because just like the human skin, if you're not growing, you're already dead. Act now and you'll be entered in the lottery to purchase one of the very first dwellings in our over-ocean development. With the power of Homogisile, we've held back the entire force of the ocean to build your dream home. Homogisile, in the places where the McMansion is king, we're king of the McMansion. 
And we're back. I'd like to remind you at this point, as I do every show, that I, Dean Ardenfell, am not and have never been an employee of Hogswood Cooper Media or any of its subsidiaries. Okay, we've been talking to Sharon Greeling from Homogicile, and now I'd like to bring in my second guest, who works for a totally different subsidiary of Hogswood Cooper. He is the owner of the record label Arise Poor Children, as well as the lead guitarist and singer for the faith-based band Spirit Supreme. The stated mission of both is to spread the word of the Lord through country rock earworms you can't stop humming. In his spare time, he plays on a full-contact pickleball league. Please welcome Lester Friend. Hey, Lester. Thank you, Dean. Thank you. Oh, that was really beautiful. Oh, I mean, it's, it's all you. This, this is all you. That here. was beautiful. Um, no, no. It's all the Lord. Well, it's, I mean... On a, he funneled a, the light into both of it us. A, it a, me for my creative <laughs> art and you for whatever this bullshit is. Right. Whatever, the, whatever I'm doing here. Well, uh, well, you're doing, you're doing, you got this record label that's getting the good mm-hmm. word out. What, a, what an exciting project. Well, I've always been a musician, you know, mm-hmm. I, am I classically trained? No. Okay. But I learned everything I know about music, rhythm, lyrics on the street of my suburban neighborhood. Yeah. Okay. Wow. You know, I think it's kind of a gift. I like, I, I hey, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I am a gift. I see. You know, my parents growing up, they told me how special I was every single moment. And I, <laughs> parents don't lie, you know, right. Parents never lie. No. And so, you know, I just channeled all that into hiring the right people to help me make music. Wow. Yeah. And, yeah. and so is it a higher calling? Do you think, is it like, it's the highest calling. Why, why Christian, you know, folk and rock and country music? Like what, why that? What, why, the, why you're basically asking why the only legitimate form of music? Oh, am I? You know? Yeah. Ba- well, well, basically Dean, sure. Dean, let me punch your question up a little bit for you. <laughs> That'd um, be great. That's what we call it in the biz. When you, when you improve somebody else's work, Oh, great. Yeah. you know, you just kind of punch so it no up. No, no, so, it's yeah. on the bio. That was the glowing bio. I read of you. I'm not going to lie. I had my headphones in. So, <laughs> I'd say this is the highest calling. You know, mm. I think I can really justify any of my actions mm. by knowing that I'm bringing the word of God sure. to people, you know, to people that maybe haven't even heard of it. They're like, who's God? And I'm like, hey, let me tell you. And then I strum my guitar. Yeah. Yeah. So there might be people out there in in the crowd when you're playing a show or whatever that just don't mm. have never heard of this God fella. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly. And I and I'm going to bestow that on them. Sure. I'm going to give them that gift. Yeah, I want to yeah. go back just a second because you said sure. something yeah. about how uh, you could justify absolutely any of your actions mm-hmm. based on the fact yeah. that you're a follower of the Lord. And I'm wondering what kind yeah. of actions uh, you were thinking of when you asked when you said that. Well, really anything, Dean. You know, I, I cut someone off in traffic. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you know, we've all done I, it. Uh, I, I cut in line at a store. I, uh, you know, I, I, I don't tip. I don't tip. Oh, no, you know? not at all. A, no, 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 no. Come on. I need that kind of extra funds to go into the music. And that's really where I kind of funnel all my energy. I see. Yeah. You can't be, uh, you can't, once you get distracted and you start, you know, tipping servers, yeah. then you're given to homeless people. And then before you know it, all your wealth it, is gone. Where does it stop? Exactly. Yeah. That's just temptation. You know, right. tempting you to do the quote unquote right thing. Ugh. Sure. Like, what, what is, what is well, the yeah. right thing? Yeah. Exactly that one. So you've heard my music. What is the right thing? Is that yeah? That was my was my first. That was my first big single. Yeah. What is the right thing? Wow. Yeah. No. I've I'm a fan. I'm a fan. And there's some. uh, You know. I I got a few of the titles here. Whore of Babylon. uh, Godhead. (laughs) um, Great songs about like faith and everything. But uh, there are others that are like more cultural. You know, like 
uh, truck nuts and grits. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I have one called, uh, there's one here called uh, Lock 'em and Load 'em. Like, you've got a yeah. lot of, like, there's well, hey. religious and cultural songs. Yeah. You're inspired by a lot of things. That's my culture is derived from my religion. It, it's basically the single thing that, that, that kind of guides me in every kind of aspect of my life. You know, would God be pro gun? Yeah. Well, God wants me to protect what's mine. Right. He says that in the Bible. Right. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. It seems like you do have that sort of like a protectionist mentality about things. I don't tip servers. Absolutely. I don't give to the homeless and I, I will protect my freedoms with my gun. Let, let me, let me, let me pose you this Dean, you're on a plane and it's about to crash. Do you put someone else's mask before you put your own mask on? No. Right. No. Yeah, exactly. They always you got to put your yeah. own mask on. Yeah. I've always wondered why they say that. <laughs> I mean, because I think it's right. I think it's right. Mm. It's help yourself before you help others, you know? Right. Another one of my albums. That was actually a whole album. Oh, uh, help, help yourself before you help others. Help yeah. yourself before you help others. That was a, that was a big seller. Every time they say that on the plane, I think like mm-hmm. everything should be like this, right? Like we, yeah. we are meant, I think we're meant to take that advice about the face mask and apply it to everything oh, yeah. else in our lives. Bingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bingo. So the record label that you run, uh, I'm just um, mm. curious as to know, because you have uh, obviously dozens of uh, artists on there, all sort of like yeah. uh, country rock adjacent or, you know, folk oh, yeah. rock, yeah. Uh, Christian bands and all sorts of things. How do you find those uh, artists that you want to sign to your to your record label? Well, you're going to hate this answer, Dean, because it's Am been I? basically my answer to all the questions. Oh. But God, God helps me find these God people. helps you find I them. walk around and I bump in. I close my eyes and I walk out into the street. Really? And I know... I know that nothing's going to hurt me. That right there is an act of faith. It, you've listened to yet another one of my oh, An albums. act of faith. Wow. An act of faith. Wow. And it is a picture of me walking out into uh, a street full of cars. Yeah, it's like I've seen the cover, actually, now that you think of uh, now that yeah. you mention it. And yeah. it is like basically a perpendicular version of the Beatles Abbey Road uh, thing. Bingo. Whereas in, instead of you're walking across the street, you're walking like mm-hmm. straight into traffic. Yeah. And instead of being barefoot, I got shoes on my feet and my hands. Wow. But so I walk out into the street like this. I walk out, I walk out with my eyes closed. Mm. And the first person I bump into, I open my eyes and I look at them. And if they are younger than a certain age, I, I get them. I realize how that sounds. You, so I make them into a star is what I'm saying. I see. So it doesn't really, you're it's not, not old people. Dean. You, uh, so you're looking for a certain demographic. Obviously you're looking yeah. for young, attractive people out there on the street. How do you, how, how do you know whether they have any musical ability? Doesn't matter. Doesn't. No, it doesn't matter. I'm not classically trained. Of course. It's about, you learned on the streets about, of your suburban neighborhood. Th- thank you. Who taught you, you on you. the streets of your suburban neighborhood? Well, it's interesting. You say that my parents, hmm. they shelled out a lot of money. Now my parents were blessed with an exorbitant amount exorbitant exorbitant i mean like a lot of money a lot of shit money. you did uh, leave school in eighth grade so we will forgive the occasional mispronunciation of things thank you they hired jk simmons to teach me music really and he screamed and screamed and screamed at me and eventually just like his character in that movie then yes he kept saying i'm not actually a musician Uh, i see Okay, so the screaming he, he did screaming. at you was not to teach you music. It was no, screaming no, no. that he shouldn't be there because he's not technically a drum teacher yeah. or what have you. Well, you cha- you get chained up in someone's basement and you're not going to be too happy, are you, Dean? I see. Wow, that's so supportive. Thank you. And have I seen my parents in a long time? I haven't. Oh, no. I haven't. But I send money back to them oh, and okay. I get I get a notification saying that the cash the check has been cashed and that's basically like a nice text from my mom, you know? Yeah, sure. Oh, you know, it looks like we've lost our first guest. I think we we're having some technical oh, difficulties. No. Um, it did. I was it, right before she disappeared there. Uh, oh. She was 
staring right through both mine and your very souls. Yeah. I think I, c- I couldn't tell oh, yeah, who I she was looking it. at because you know it's a it's a Zoom call here. We might we might try to get her back, but I don't know. We might not. We might just have a little more time with with you to talk about the Lord here. I'll uh, tell you what. I will pray on it. Will you pray on it? And we'll I will pray on it to try to get back. her back. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I asked about the the record label and how you find people mm-hmm. and all this stuff, and yeah. and it does it is. Um, I hope you don't take offense. A cult of personality. I know that you guest uh, on at least one track of almost every one of the records that you produce. Um, mm-hmm. There are uh, very large, like larger than life, photos of you all throughout your yep. office. Um, and uh, yeah. and I'm wondering if you know if uh, if that ever becomes problematic with the 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 people who you know work for the label or what have you, because you know. Uh, here is this guy who's pr- a purported uh, follower uh, of Christ, um, essentially creating like false idols to himself in okay. his own business, you know? Okay. They're only false idols if they're false. Now, oh. my newest album hmm. is called Three Plus One. What is Three Plus One, Dean? Oh, I, I think I get it. I think it's the uh, the the Trinity. Yeah. And, and, and then you're the fourth. What if there's... Thank you. Wow. You are fat. You're sharp, Dean. Well, no, sharp. no, no one ever says that. My me. marketing team was just like, what does this mean? Right. What does this mean? Right. And I want, I know I pitched it. I am the literal Messiah. Didn't, it was just too big. Yeah. 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 It was too big. Uh, I am the, the third coming or the second coming, whatever the third coming. That one, yeah. That one they didn't like. I don't know why, no. but no, I think the, cult I think I saw, I saw a billboard for the, for the album and yeah. it looked like there was like a, a three legged stool on one side and then there was mm-hmm. a four legged chair on the other. And it was very hard to understand. Yeah. Yeah. People did not, people did yeah. not get it. So we've been taking this back to the workshop, but I, I think the cult of personality perception is intentional. Hmm. It's designed. I should be worshiped like a deity. I, I, who else could walk out into the street with eyes closed hmm. and bump into someone that sells 6 million albums? Wow. That is a talent what? or something. And I've done that eight times. You've been bestowed with some kind of special gift. Um, are these, are your artists, uh, do they understand uh, and revere you the way that you want to be understood and revered? If they want to keep being one of my artists, then yes. I see. Yeah. I, I, I've got a bit of a compound and it's a shame. I wanted to talk to our, our other guests about this. Mm. I've got a bit of a compound out in the woods. Really? And I, I, I yeah, my congregation, they come and they, they, they come and they listen to my songs and mm. basically I play anything and they clap. They have to clap. I see. They have to clap. They have to say, you are so great. Mm. Um, they have to give me a lot of their life savings, yeah. all these kinds of things. This is feeling um, a little, a little culty. I have to say, if, is that not, do you don't see it that way? You don't see no, it. No, it's a cult. Oh, it, it is. Dean, it's a cult. Okay. Yeah, no, it's a cult. That's intentional. Okay, that's the desired effect. Because cults are in right now. I don't know if you noticed. That. Oh cults yeah, are in. so many cult so many documentaries are the most watched. And... Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that is that the next thing? You, you you're going to yes. go from music to some sort of media about your cult? I think so. I think so. What I want to do is I want to start producing movies, hmm. uh, movies that star me. Okay. That are about uh, either me or Jesus or God. Yeah, um, the Holy Spirit. And, or, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, Holy Spirit's a little boring. Like, what even is that? Hard to film, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I said. I'm like, you can't film a ghost. Sure, yeah. But you can film me, <laughs> and I, and then I, I, I tan, I suntan on a cross. I, I, I don't get the nails through my hands, but I hold on. That's I got kind of like a workout equipment, and I do that in the sunlight. That's how I get my even tan. You do this glistening in, in, in life. This isn't a movie pitch. This is what you do in life. Well, it started out as a thing for a movie. I got them to build the set and everything. And then I just like doing it so much that it became I see part of your day to day. I mean, this is maybe a silly question, but I have to ask it because I, I found in this podcast that sometimes I have a silly question. And then it turns out that a lot of my listeners do, too. And they were glad I asked, <laughs> is the cross vertical or horizontal? Oh, it's upside down. 
So I guess vertical, but inverse vertical. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, because it doesn't really yeah, answer yeah, the question. Yeah, yeah. yeah so no, it does. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> so it's upside down in the sense that yeah. the the short part is at the bottom and the tall part is at the yeah. top and it is yeah. vertical. Why upside down? Oh, I guess it's easier to hold on to that way. You can stick your legs bingo, up in the air and bingo and all that blood rushing. <laughs> all that blood rushing my head keeps me looking young. How old do you think I am? How old do you think I am? Dean? Oh, uh, 25 if you're a day, I would say. I am 35. Okay, wow. So and I just, want you to know yeah. I did better than Jesus there. I see. No, no one's keeping yeah. score, but you know. It seems I, like you are. <laughs> I, I am. Um, so uh, I want to. I want to make sure I ask you about your uh, hobby here. You have. You play full yes. contact pickleball. Yeah. Now, mm -hmm. I think pickleball is sort of famously kind of a tame sport. Uh, what, yes. What What inspired you to to make it a little more more violent? Uh, I would say anger. Probably anger. Just, um, just straight up inner turmoil. Basically, yeah. Like I would go there and I would play against these elderly people. And they would just, just beat me mm. wholeheartedly. They would just beat me at this game because I don't know the rules and I've never played before sure. and my racket's bent. But then I decided, what if we added one more rule? I'm allowed to tackle you to the ground. Oh, Now, they didn't agree on it at first, okay. but I started dislocating shoulders, popping some hips, wow. and then people started slowing down enough for me to at least win a couple games. So, so yeah, I so see what, you know, what we were talking about before about like how no matter what your actions are, they're justified in the eyes of the Lord. Yeah. So this is maybe yeah. one of those, another one of those actions that, uh, 100%. That yeah. You can always say like, well, it's a, for the greater good, right? Well, I'm not going to let the son of God be a loser. The son of God being me in this instance, oh, really? I have to win. I have to represent. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm definitely, yeah, I'm definitely Jesus. That's it. That's the show for this week, everybody. Sharon Greeling was played by Nicole Passmore. Nicole is a Toronto-based improviser and actor who has performed with the Second City Touring Company as a member of the award-winning sketch troupe The Sketchertons and with Bad Dog Theatre Company in Toronto. Lester Friend was played by Angus McDonald, an improv performer and instructor with the Improv Embassy in Ottawa and the co-creator and co-host of the podcast Heroes Don't Do Paperwork. I'm Nathan Hartswick playing Dean Ardenfeld. You can follow this podcast at The Corporation Pod on Instagram and TikTok and YouTube. Visit the website at thecorporationpod.com. Subscribe, review, tell your friends about the show. And if you're in the Burlington area, check out a show at Vermont Comedy Club and say hi. See you next week. Bye.